0: Hello there, and welcome to another episode of the Salt Mines X Wing Podcast, a podcast dedicated to the backbone of the X Wing community. That's right, people just like you doing what they can to get better at the game. I'm your host, Sailor Joe, and today we're going to talk about Canada again. But first, our first segment. Let's build in with Joe! Joe! And for this week, I wanted to give my shot at uh, 5T70s, what I'd fly if I was going to uh, fly resistance and give them a shot. So, my quote unquote 5T70 list starts with Kaz in the Fireball with Notorious, R68, Deadman Switch, Targeting Computer, and Kaz's Fireball. Then we go to Lulu Lampar in the RZ2A Wing with Marksmanship, Heroic, and Shield upgrade. Then we've got Elowatsi with Ferrisphere and Heavy Laser Cannon in S-Foils. Then Zori Bliss in the Y-Wing with Dorsal Turret, R4, Wartime Loadout, and Plasma Torpedoes. And rounding out the list, we've got Temen Wexley uh, with Heroic, Ferrisphere, and Magpulse Warheads. Now, I know that this is a little different and it's probably not as optimized as it could be, but I think that this, all of these are solid pieces in the resistance and would serve you well if you chose to fly this list so let's move on to our next segment amg rules forum and we've got some more rules to read this week so let's start with a tor fun question op hi I was wondering if the wording on Tor Fund's ability would allow him to perform an attack during simultaneous fire on an enemy ship that was already destroyed by another ship at the same initiative, like Dr. Afra and the YV-666, granting him the chance to perform an action and potentially a second attack since the first enemy ship he attacked was still destroyed following his attack, even though he was not the ship that originally assigned the enemy ship the destroyed condition. Trying to see ways to leverage his ability in unique ways for extra scum actions and attacks. Thanks. Answer. No, even though a ship is still on the board due to simultaneous fire, that ship has already been destroyed and thus cannot be destroyed again. The ship needs to be destroyed during Tor's attack and not prior to his attack. Alright, next one. of plating and flying through a rock. OP. Just wanting clarification that if a ship has a of plating and the ship flies through or lands on an asteroid if you roll a hit from the effect of the asteroid you can use both charges from the plating to avoid both points of damage or would it be considered a single source of damage and you would only use the plating to stop one of the two damage the ship would suffer answer damage is suffered one at a time and the trigger for ablative plating is before you would suffer one damage with an additional check to verify the source of the damage as a result if you have rolled a hit or crit causing your ship to take two damage total then ablative trading ablative would trigger before each damage is suffered allowing you to spend the charge to prevent a damage all right Pretty straightforward. Next one, detonating a bomb, standard loadout, Deathfire. OP, after moving, Deathfire can launch or drop a bomb. Does that bomb detonate at the end of the current activation phase or the next one? Answer, bombs will detonate at the next specified trigger regardless of when they are dropped or launched. In this case, a bomb dropped or launched by Deathfire during the activation phase, will detonate at the end of the activation phase unless there is some other ability that prevents it. Current rules reference guide 1.4.6 at the time of the response. And the last one that we'll read this week: Null and swarm tactics. Op. While Null is undamaged and treating his initiative as seven, does that mean he can use swarm tactics to let someone else fire at I72? Answer. Yes, while no TIEFO equipped, equipped with Swarm Tactics is undamaged, they will be able to have the target of Swarm Tactics bring their initiative to the same as Null. This means while Null is undamaged, the target of Swarm Tactics will also treat their initiative value as 7. However, as soon as Null becomes damaged and their initiative value drops back to 0, the target of Swarm Tactics will also treat their initiative value as 0. Okay, it's all pretty straightforward. Let's head into the next segment. And now it's time for the main event. And um, for those that didn't know, like myself, uh, very recently we had the Western Canadian World Open Qualifier uh, out in the Bosnia Community Center in British Columbia. And I want to... Do our typical Salt Mines X-Wing fashion breakdown where we look at the lists that didn't quite make cut and try to decide if they were there due to pilot error and decision or if they were there due to list building. Now, I've kind of revised my stance on this a little bit. I think most of these are due to variance and pilot decision. Um, Very little list building. Um choices will automatically lose you the game i think uh in the current iteration now i could be wrong on that but i just i feel like uh i i i just feel like let me get my words to cooperate with me i feel like if you build a list using solid pieces from the faction that you choose to fly that you stand a good chance of doing well if you are a decent pilot, right? Or you make the correct decisions on the table. Um, Now, that means that you can make incorrect decisions and still be a decent pilot, but, uh, and I, I think we've all been there, due to fatigue or other things like that, and I also think that X-Wing players have just a, a terrible time actually breaking down the pivot point of their game. Um, and you have to sit down and be really, really to willing to deep dive into your game with your opponent in order to find what that pivot point is. And sometimes it'll turn out to be a barrel roll or some other reposition action that either won you or lost you the game. So anyway, with all that said... Let's dive into those mid-tier lists at uh, this Western Canada walk, and let's see what people were flying. So we're going to start um, with some of our four and ones, and these are lists that didn't make the cut, um, but potentially could have had variance or pilot decision gone another way. So we're going to start with Empire, and we've got Starter Pack, Darth Vader, Boy Mauler, Boy Backstabber, Tomax Bren with Sat Salvo, Barrage Rockets, and Bomblet Generator, and Captain Jonas with Sat Salvo, Barrage Rockets, and Bomblet Generator. So um, lots of I-5s and 6s, Um, one I-4 in there, but uh, just... Solid pieces in the Empire. We can see why that one did well. All right. Next, we see Scum. And we see Old T with marksmanship, Fearless, Mandatorian Optics, Mandalorian Optics, Beskar Reinforced Plating. Finn Rao with Predator, Fearless, Mandalorian Optics, Beskar Reinforced Plating. And Boba Fett with Marchmanship, The Child, Proximity mines, and Marauder. So a three-ship Scum list doing quite well. Uh, Two Fangs and Boba. Um, and this Boba is kind of built out in a way that you he's trying to get you to chase him. Um, but if you're chasing Boba, that means you're leaving both these fangs open to uh, uh, wreak havoc on your list. So a little bit harder to play objectives with this particular uh, list. Everyone wants to reposition, but um, this person obviously did well. So um, if Scum is your thing... Maybe that's a list for you to consider. All right, next we see resistance, and we've got Zori Bliss with Plasma Torpedoes, Wartime Loadout, R4, and Dorsal Turret. Lulu Lampar with Shield Upgrade, Ferrosphere Paint, and Marksmanship. Eloatsi with Integrated S Foils, Ferrosphere Paint, Swarm Tactics. Temin Wexley with S Foils, R68, Ferrosphere Paint, Heroic. And Jess Pava with S Foils. Electronic baffle in M9 G8. So a little bit different loadout on Jess than we typically see, but um, again, a solid take on the quote-unquote 5T-70s list. All right, next we see the Rebellion, and we see Han Solo with Perceptive Copilot Chopper, Biston Engine Upgrade, and the Falcon Title. Boy Luke, Sabine Wren in the TIE Fighter with Beskar Reinforced Plating. Keovenzi with Juke and Wedge Antilles, and the A-Wing with Marksmanship and Predator. Uh, we've seen this is a, a standard meta staple and a gatekeeper. Uh, solid list. Can do well, but is not a silver bullet to get you to the top. All right. Then we see CIS. Um, now, I'll point out up to this point, um, kind of in these mid-tier lists, we've seen almost every faction but First Order. Um so and maybe we'll we'll see one as we, we get down. Anyway, CIS, Zam Wessel with Slave One, Deadman Switch, Notorious Perceptive Copilot, Thermal Detonators, DGS 47 with Stabilizers, Kalani, Django Fett, Discord missiles, DBS four oh four, dirge with Xanadu Blood, Proton Cannons, and Bo Katan, and the Iron Assembler with grappling struts, energy shell charges, and munitions failsafe. Again, all really solid pieces in CIS and you're running five ships with a uh, fire spray in there so solid solid list okay next we've got another cis list and wow there's a lot to read here so bear with me we've got dgs 286 with stabilizers musician failsafe discord missiles energy shell charges Two Geonosian prototypes with stabilizers, sink laser cannons, discord missiles, and cluster missiles. A DGS-047 with stabilizers, Kraken. Two Halchor prototypes with grappling struts, energy shell charges. And the Iron Assembler with grappling struts, munitions, failsafe, and energy shell charges. So we've got seven chip lists here, four Roombas, and two vul- or three Vultures, um... Kind of a little bit more what you expect to see out of CIS, right? Four Roombas uh, can definitely be scary depending on how it's flown. And then you add in those three vultures, all rocket energy shell charges can just wreck your day if you're not paying attention. All right. Then we see Darth Vader with, and it doesn't say what Darth Vader. I think this is Boy Vader. Uh, Then we've got Tomax Bren with Bomba Generator, Barrage Rockets, Sat Salvo. Captain Jonas, Bomba Generator, Barrage Rockets, Sat Salvo. Major Reimer, Munitions Failsafe. BT-1, Barrage Rockets, Sat Salvo. And Seventh Sister with Elusive and Brilliant Evasion. So a little bit different take on um, that early meta staple that we saw, which was Darth Vader, three bombers, and a uh, V-1 but I would say solid all around. All right, then we're going to, yeah, we've got a little bit of time. Let's go into our uh, 3 and ones just just to kind of see. Now, this is a little deeper dive than we normally do, uh, but this episode's going kind of quick, so let's spend a little bit of time and, and, and talk about these lists as well. So again, we haven't seen any First Order up to this point now. Um, I will point out in the um, top list, top eight, we saw one first order. So, and you know what, before I go into this, let me, I should have done this earlier, um, look at the breakdown of this particular event. Um. Man, this makes for great podcasting when I'm trying to think and talk at the same time. Uh, We'll just do it this way. There we go. And we want the tournament breakdown. Okay, so tournament breakdown. We saw 10 Rebel Alliance lists, 9 Galactic Empire, 7 Galactic Republic. Six Resistance, five First Order, four Scum and Villainy, and three Separatists. Total of 44 lists. Most popular pilots we saw Tomex Bren, Sabine Ren in the TIE Fighter, Major Reimer, Boy Luke, SOC Oddball, Elo Atzi in the T-70, Keo Venzi, Bodica in the Fang, Temin Wexley in the T-70, and Captain Jonas in the Bomber. The majority of the list still being 5-ship. Which makes up about half of the lists that were there were 5-ship. And uh, again the high initiative is still king. Alright. So now let's get back into our uh, 3 and 2's. And look at those lists. Now we start with Empire. We see Darth Vader so this again, I think, is Boy Vader, Major Reimer, Sat Salvo Barrage Rockets, Seismic Charges, Delayed Fuses, Tomax Bren, Sat Salvo Barrage Rockets, Bomba Generator, Captain Jonas, Sat Salvo Barrage Rockets, Bomba Generator, and Fifth Brother with Homing or Fire Control System and Homing Missiles. This is the definition of a meta staple, early early meta staple, but still a meta staple and a gatekeeper. Um, all right, next we see another Empire list. We see Rack with Ruthless, Darth Vader, Novice Technician, Minister Tua, Agile Gunner, Dauntless, Deathfire, Proximity Mines, and Delayed Fuses. Oh, That's quite, no, sorry, 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 Dauntless title. That is uh, quite the loadout for Rack. Then we see Deathfire with Proximity Mines and Delayed Fuses, Major Rhymer Reset Salvo, Barrage Rocket, Seismic Charges, Delayed Fuses. Tomex Bren, Sat Salvo Barrage Rockets, Bomblet Generator. And then rounding out the list, instead of a fourth bomber, we see Countdown with Discipline, Marksmanship, and Shield upgrade. Um, yeah. Solid list. Um, a little bit different take on Deathfire. Um, but, you know, depending on where. <laughs> He puts Deathfire in the list. It um, means you've got either a really easy target to take out quickly or um, you've got something that you've got to worry about in the later game. All right. Next, we see Boy Luke, Sabine Wren with Beskar, so Sabine Tai with Beskar. Han Solo, Perceptic Co-Pilot, Chopper, Biston, Engine, Upgrade. Kiovenzi with Prockets and A Wing Wedge with Marksmanship and Predator. Uh, again, another, another solid meta staple. Um, as we're seeing over and over and over again, depends on how you fly it. All right. Next we see, oh, we've got a bunch of Rebelists in a row here. So another standard, um, well, it's not a standard loadout Han, but the meta loadout Han with the Falcon title engine upgrade, Biston chopper and percent Copilot, co Boy Luke, Loken in the Y-Wing, Boy Hole, Heo Venzi with concussion missiles, Lone Wolf, and Sabine TIE fighter with best reinforced plating. Then we see almost the exact same list. Um, next, actually, no, sorry, I'm reading this wrong. Wow, this is, this is different. I like it. So you got Boy Luke, You've got Botica with clan tra- training elusive Beskar. You've got Hole Oaken, uh, boy hole. Then you've got Yvonne Verlaine with concussion bombs, dorsal turret R4, so another Y-Wing. Keo with elusive concussion missiles, vectored cannon. And Sabine Wren in the TIE Fighter with Beskar reinforced plating. So a little bit different take. Um, six ship, uh, two Ys. Uh, an A, a Fang, a TIE Fighter, and an X-Wing. So kind of a nice Rebel salad going on there. Um, all right, next we see Han Solo. Again, Bistin, Perceptive Copilot, Trickshot, Boy Luke, Harrison Dulo with Storm Tactics, and Bodica with Shield Upgrade and marksmanship. So Hera and Bodica here are um, kind of... Paired together, Han's doing his own thing, and then Luke's kind of doing his own thing, and I guess Hera's trying to bring Bodica up, but everyone wants to stay close enough together so Hera can um, pass the tokens around as she is want to do. Alright, then we go to. And this is, again, another meta staple from the Republic. We see Sock Anakin, Sock Oddball, Sock Wolf, Sock Jag, and then Padme with Marshmanship, Passive Sensors, Proton torpedoes. Good, solid list. Difficult to fly. All right. Then we see First Order. So this is the second First Order list coming in at 23rd overall. Uh, and we see Mid- Midnight with Predator Crackshot, Commander Malorus with Magpulse, Lieutenant LeHuse with Pattern Analyzer, Proud Tradition Special Forces Gunner, Blackout with Sensor Scramblers, Lone Wolf, Proton Rockets, and Kylo Ren with Sensor Scramblers, Predator, Brilliant Evasion, Extreme Maneuvers, and Enhanced Jamming Suite. Um, solid, solid first order list here. Um, not quite how I'd build out Kylo Ren, but this one is incredibly maneuverable. Um. Okay. then we've got uh, Scum and we see Limakai with R4B11, Plasma Torpedoes, Manaru with R5P8 Punishing 1 Contraband Cybernetics Gar Saxon with Expert Handling Cad Bane with Lats Razi, Xanadu Blood, Contraband Cybernetics, Proton Cannons and Marshmanship Bosk with Deadman Switch and marksmanship, and Dr. Afro with Houndstooth, Babu Frick, Deadman Switch, Dengar, Triple Zero, and Lando Calrissian. Um, yeah, lots of stuff going on here. Lots of different scummy triggers. Um, I, I would hold that it's good list, um, but there's a lot, lot of triggers happening um, in that list. Alright, then we've got another friend of the cast here, um, coming in 25th overall, and we see uh, Han Solo with Trickshot, Perceptive Co-Pilot, Bistan, Millennium Falcon, Wedge Antilles with Ship Predator, Sabine Wren, in the TIE Fighter with Beskar Reinforced Plating, Boy Luke, and Kio Vinzi with Elusive and Cluster Missiles. Again, solid meta staple. A little bit different build-out on some of the ships, but for the most part, everything's there. Uh, so well done. There. And then the last one that we'll read is uh, Resistance List, and it's Elo Atzi with Predator Swarm Tactics S Foils, Timon Wexley with R68, S Foils Heavy Laser Cannon, Jess Pava with Ferrosphere Paint, BB Astromech, and S Foils, Lulu Lampar with Sh- Marksmanship Predator Shield Upgrade, and Zori Bliss with Dorsal Turret, R4, Wartime Loadout, and Plasma Torpedoes. So there you go. That's an idea what everyone's flying in Western Canada. Uh, other podcasts have already talked about the top eight, so I'm not going to do that. Um, that gives you an idea kind of what's in the middle. And again, it, it really boils down to that pilot decision in game in variance. Uh, this is a game of variance, and sometimes it goes your way, sometimes it doesn't. Um, but... I I don't know where I was going with that. My brain just totally um, spaced on me. Um, So overall in in the specs, we see first order not doing that well at all, coming in second, and then in, uh, what did I say, 23rd, and the next one was in 28th. in 30th. So kind of mid mid in there, but um, you know, what can I say? I'm a, I'm a first order guy at heart, and um, I really enjoy seeing. I've been kind of theory crafting a little bit uh, with some different first order lists, but um, I haven't played a proper game of X-Wing in about four weeks, so I need to get on that and fix that. So That was a lot. I'm talking really fast. Um, is there anything else that I wanted to talk about? Um, no, that's it. We're 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 coming up on the end of the oh brain, gotta kick into gear. We're coming up on the end of the competitive season with. Uh, invites for worlds officially ending in january uh here we are mid-november um so if you haven't gotten your opportunity uh to earn that Worlds champion invite show up to your local events um help get to that 16 player count so that we can give out those tickets and i hope to see you at worlds um There may be one or two other big events that I go to before then, but we'll kind of see. Um, It it depends on funding. So if you're interested in hearing my take of those events, then you could always consider becoming a Patreon member, uh, which will help get me to those different events. With that said, let's head into our last segment. If you've made it this far, thank you very much for your time. It means a lot to me. Please consider leaving a review however you consume this podcast. It lets other people know why they should listen and tell your friends. Thank you to our patrons, who without this podcast would not be possible. As you know, I like to end each episode with a question. And this week's question is... What was your longest X-Wing dry spell? This is Sailor Joe, signing off.